Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Hammond. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please go to patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist Podcast. Um, I don't have a lot of happy stories God, for this. But it's such a beautiful day. It is a very nice day and very disturbing in terms of what uh, has been going on in at least my little world for will, atheism stuff. I will tell you, I have been doing a fantastic job of just like hiding from media. Like I'm not on Facebook very much anymore. I don't like watch the news when I get up anymore. You don't have health care. You missed it. I mean, <laughs> that is absolutely correct. You I won't. do not presently have health care. <laughs> Please, I hope I get home safe. <laughs> right. um, yeah, um, but anyway, so all of this is gonna be a surprise, and I expect I'll be angry. You will, because I am. And four like four week old cold red wine. <laughs> I didn't know where it went, so someone put it in the fridge. It wasn't me. It was your baby, wasn't it? It was the she baby. She loves that cold red she wine. She carries it everywhere. <laughs> uh, all right, this one. I mean, look, if a story makes me mad, <laughs> like you know, that's got to be bad. You're the reasonable one, uh, or at least not, I've seen and heard so many. I've been doing this so long enough, where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, it's another Republican saying something crazy. Like I've heard that story many times. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really get to me. This one gets to really? me. Really? Yeah. So let me explain some background. It'll take a couple of minutes, but I promise you the payoff, at least in terms of whatever, it'll be worth it. Oh god. Okay. Here's the background. Okay. Um. The Scopes Monkey Trial, the one, the... the From the... 20s. 20s? Yeah, the uh, 25, 1925. I'm so glad you said that because I was going to yeah. say 40s and I just <laughs> sound like an asshole. John Scopes, he was yes. a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. He taught evolution. That was illegal in Tennessee at the time. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Lawsuit, lawsuit. They mm-hmm. actually did a courtroom debate. Um, and you had William Jennings Bryan, mm-hmm. who was representing the state of Tennessee, mm-hmm. saying Scopes was wrong to teach evolution. And you had Clarence Darrow uh, representing Scopes saying, no, the Bible's silly. And it became kind of like, it It, it sounds so. like a Hollywood movie. And it, and it was, was a Hollywood, Hollywood movie. movie. I actually do remember, you don't remember, you don't remember anything. Um, no. When I wanted to write for Friendly Atheist, I did a movie review on Inherit the Wind. Did you really? That was one of the first things Very I did. Very nice. That's mm-hmm. a good movie. I've it seen is that good movie. movie. Gene Kelly is in it, my favorite actor. Nice. He's is a he reporter. Really? Mm-hmm. Are there different versions of that? I think just the one. He's oh. like a reporter, like a bit, oh, okay. bit part. This it was is, a good movie. No, it's you very enjoyable. It. Um, so Brian and Darrow were the two lawyers. Uh-huh. Big names at the time. Even bigger kind of after a this huge deal. trial. Uh, John Scopes lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said, nope, Bible right. Uh, he had to pay a $100 fine. He was found guilty. That's the Scopes monkey trial. Um, all of this took place, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the Ray County Courthouse, R-H-E-A. Ray County Courthouse in Dayton, Tennessee. So if you go to the county courthouse right now, mm-hmm. the Ray County Courthouse, there is a statue that was donated oh, no. uh, years ago. This? No, 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 this is fine. Okay. They have a statue of William Jennings Bryan. It actually went up in 2005. Okay. I don't know which group donated it, but they donated it. Uh-huh. And it's 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 a big part of their history, mm-hmm. what happened there. So they're like, yeah, cool. Uh, commission didn't really do anything formal. They just said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then the question is, okay, well, can you also get a statue of Clarence Darrow, the guy who represented the science side of things? Right. 
And I think from the commissioner's standpoint, they're like, well, if you want to get a good statue and someone wants to donate it, sure. we're not going to say no, but these things are expensive. And it's on, on the property? It's on the courthouse property. Okay. I mean, this isn't promoting religion or anti-religion. This is saying, look, the Scopes Monkey Trial happened here. These are the two yeah. guys who defended two sides. It's a part of our history. The commission is like, yeah, we don't care about the sides here. Yeah. But sure, if someone wants to make a statue, these things are expensive. Go for it. Mm-hmm. So... They, uh, the American Humanist Association and or the Freedom from Religion Foundation, um, uh, there was a sculptor who said, I'll do it, oh, but cool. it will cost money because it's a lot of my time to make this right. Um, legitimately so. Mm-hmm. Uh, FFRF ended up paying a large portion of that bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't don't ask me where all the money goes, but uh, from what I can read, um, they said it was about $150,000 that okay. FFRF was donating, and that is in line with statues of this kind, of this size, whatever. So anyway, they made it. You could see pictures of the statue. It looks like a real statue, and it looks like the guy. <laughs> it's not even like one of those weird statues with like a mushed face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it totally looks... Soccer player, question mark? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Have we talked about that already? The, was that Lionel Messi that no, they had the weird... I've never heard of that fight? one. All right. Brazil, but question mark? There was that Jesus photo that was all... Weirded oh my out god. the painting. Oh god, it made me so uncomfortable <laughs> to look at. But this is not that. This is a legit yes. awesome statue. Wait, do you have a picture of it? I do. You could see the picture right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I good. I mean, it's. it's I looks don't know like what I a, expected. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it looks like any statue that's anywhere in like <laughs> New England of all of the guys. Yes, exactly. So it's going to be unveiled and put up on the courthouse lawn on July fourteenth in a few weeks. That's really cool. Yeah, Field trip? it's okay. Uh, if you want to go to Tennessee, I don't know. That sounds like a far trip, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to unveil this thing. Okay. That's part one. Uh-huh. Part two is ever since they started announcing that the statue was being built and that it was going to happen, it's going up on the lawn mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Um, you know, all the reporters are like, is there another side to the story? Is there a conflict here? Cause this is like the guy who represented and like the evolution side, the anti Bible side. So of course, they're going to find some Christians who are like, this is a travesty. This is anti-Bible. And they did. And I'm going to read you an article that came out last month um, because they quoted this woman. Longtime activist June Griffin tells us uh, she's one of many taking a stand against the proposed statue of Clarence Darrow, blah, blah, blah. All history proves the existence of God and evolution is a joke, blah, blah, blah. By the way, none of this matters for the purpose of the statue. Not at all. This is a very serious matter, she said. The courthouse is a sacred place. You don't turn it into theater. Um, She went on. God is real. He's not pleased with this. My favorite quote. You can come in here with all kinds of French opinions of this, that, and other, but this is... This is not France, and we don't run on opinions, and an atheist is not on equal footing with the Christians. Oh, my God. I'm so yeah. obsessed with need... the conservative <laughs> rhetoric that's, like, anti-France. For, Anti-France. Like, really nice. For no reason. Like, the Pit- like, pa- Pittsburgh, not Paris thing, which, like, <laughs> means nothing, right. and this isn't France. Oh, my God. Wait, she do went on. Th- Hemant, wait, yeah. do you think it's just the only European country they know? I, it very well may be. <laughs> Ask them to name five European countries. They will get stuck after... Two, three, some of them. They'll, they'll get tripped up on whether the UK is European <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, June Griffin went on to say, you know, there are people, blah, 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 they just do. I've heard talk of, quote, well, there's always spray paint. So she's basically telling the reporter, hey, graffitiing this statue when it's up there. It's not out of the question. 
It's like, cool, do it. We'll get <laughs> so much more press about it. We know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> You're admitting it. It's going to be a hell of a short, like, suspect <laughs> Yeah, list. it's like a two-minute Law & Order episode <laughs> or something. Like, bum, we, bum. <laughs> we know it's you. Okay, so mm-hmm. that was a month ago. I Honestly, I posted that, and it was just like, this is great. But this is one lady. And it's them, it's, di- one... it's muckraking, right? It's them digging up. <laughs> Finding the person who is anti this. Yeah, who, it knows, who knows if she's representative? Every other part, right? Like, I think I haven't heard a lot of criticism. I mean, again, and the commission made this, the county commissioners made this clear. They're not, I mean, I don't know why it's offensive or controversial to take <laughs> sides. Right. But they're saying this isn't about sides. These are two lawyers who were a big part of this courthouse history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we welcome both statues. You find it, you finance them. We're right. not going to do it. Right. But if you want to do it, We'll put it up here. So anyway, didn't think How much do you about spell it. spell the county courthouse? I want to see R-H-E-A. Ray County. Ray County. County. Um, anyway, that's part two of the story. In Dayton, Tennessee? Dayton, Tennessee. So that's where we're at, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the atheists are going to come in on July 14th to unveil the statue. June is very upset about this. Well, it's also outside of her <laughs> month. <laughs> it was a June July joke. I'm sorry about uh, that. Nah, it's a ten hour nah, drive. I don't think I'm willing right. to do that. No. That's a lot of Hammond and Jess time. That's a lot of time. So didn't think about this since then. I'm yeah. just like, oh, looks like this thing will happen. I guess maybe I'll I'll write something on the 14th, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get a call today um from a friend who says we're kind of worried because this June Griffin lady's been saying some crazy stuff. So I look it up. Okay, here's where it gets a little scary. Okay, so on her personal Facebook page, uh-huh. there's, a, there's a bunch of posts about the statue. And some of them, I'm used to seeing Christians talking Christianese on their Facebook walls. Sure. So, you know, she's very upset about the statue and, you know, God's going to shine his wrath on all of us or whatever. I'm used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time it got a little scary. So this is a post she made today. We're doing this, what, Friday the 23rd. Uh-huh. Uh, a post she made today said basically to the atheists, you'll get a nice, su- yeah, you'll get a nice surprise when you dare to step on <gasps> sacred grounds of our courthouse, blah, blah, blah. You will be brought to nothing when we get through with you. Our God will bring upon your worst fear. This is not a threat. This is a promise. Psalm That's what 149. Like. I know, right? Psalm 149. If you look up Psalm 149... Okay, we have to be there. What is Psalm 149? <laughs> Psalm 40, uh, 149, 149. 149 basically says, to the believers of God, to God's followers, um, may the praise of God be in your mouths and a double-edged sword, sword in your hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the people to bind their kings with chains, blah, 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 to carry out the sentence written against them this is the glory of his faithful people. Okay, so it's not a good bi- crisis. <laughs> it's not a good Bible verse either. It's basically yeah. saying, "Hey, God's followers, go ahead, do what you will. God will give you the power to like well, slaughter the other people." Doesn't it ring uh, like kind of remind you of when uh, Trump said that thing about like you Second Amendment people, something, something? Uh, yeah, hell? it wasn't like that, Trump, but yeah, someone. It wasn't uh, Trump. No, that was someone in uh, a Western state said Second Amendment solutions. To these problems, I think Trump said something in, in a similar vein. There, but I'm I could sure be wrong. several conservatives right. have said something about that. Um, but this seems like a not really subtle threat against the atheists who are putting up these things. Haven't imagine, imagine for a second. Take yes. this journey with me. Yes. Imagine a brown guy said that on his Facebook wall. 
Oh, believe me, I thought about this. <laughs> I'm like, if I wrote this oh my God. about Christians. The FBI would be in this if townhouse. If a Muslim said this yeah. about Christians. Yeah. Um, she also said in another post, like, by God's grace and power, we will put down such nonsense. But how exactly are you going to put down this? Not I don't really know. Here's the other scary thing. She runs a separate Facebook page all about promoting the Ten Commandments. Sure. And the profile picture. Good use of your time. Yeah. The profile picture on that separate page is her holding a a rifle. Oh Christ. I assume it's a rifle. It's a gun. I don't know. A big gun? It's a big gun. So she's holding that. So it's like, well, I know you have weapons or access to weapons. Right. By the way, holy shit. Why why with the Ten Commandments too? Like thou shall not kill. Here's a gun. Unless like, really? you, most people don't see there's an asterisk next to that shall not kill. And then there's a lot of like yeah. uh, Unless, fine print. <laughs> yep. A lot of fine print on the Ten Commandments. Not a lot of people know that, Hammond. Um, and they don't include that a lot in the courthouse. But if you actually read the original stone tablets, as I have, as obviously, you, have, you could see the asterisk. There's the asterisk and then a lot of fine print. It's like working at a bank. Like you just got to disclose a lot of things. Turns out there was another article that featured June, like a local June's news article. loud, huh? Well, she's the vocal one person person against this but she said to that reporter you know uh i don't like these lawyers she basically said let's engage them in the debate which is fine sure and then she said if not that the humanists should have to defend themselves in court that's also fine and barring that Uh griffin suggested the association form its own militia if worse comes to worst i will challenge them to meet us in their uniforms at king mountain king's mountain just like john severe did and we'll settle it over there like hey atheist bring your militia i'll bring mine we'll settle this with weapons again with the violent rhetoric here this woman is unhinged so it, it got a little crazy um, that escalated quickly. Dude, I know. Over Okay, and let's take a step back. <laughs> over a lawyer <laughs> who lost a case a hundred years ago. More or less, yeah. And she... And, like, I guess that's what I don't understand with, like... I feel like the thing... And, uh, granted, I'm as petty as they come. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I get mad over dumb things. But, like, this woman is having, like, a full-on media meltdown over a statue... A statue and I don't even know. And it's not even promoting atheism. No, it's not promoting any. It, it's just. <laughs> Sarah again, was, but doesn't matter. And it's going up next to a statue yeah. of like, quote unquote, her guy. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand. Like, how is this? How is your hair? How is your like. How's your hair on so, fire over this sort of thing? Is hair on fire an expression? Because I now it love is. it. I was going to say, like, why do you have a hair trigger? for? Like, this is, this is what's going to tip you off. Like, if you had to walk a day. If you had to walk a day living in a quote-unquote Christian nation, if you weren't a Christian, <laughs> and that's the shit you're going to, like, get your panties in a bunch about, mm. like, take a step back yeah. and really reevaluate what is going on. And also, also, the thing about what she say, it's not a place for pageantry, like... You uh, yeah, you're turning this into theater. Theater. You know a girl defo wants her nativity scene up every oh, Christmas. Sure. Um, so I'm reading through all this stuff. I'm looking through Facebook seeing what other stuff has she said? You know, is this worse? Is she um, like... um, it turns out one of those posts, I'm not going to dox her or anything, but one of those posts was very clear about what her phone number was. Mm. Yeah. Like oh, it was out there. I didn't have to search. It was just there. So I'm like, well, screw it. Did you call her? Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I want to know who this lady is. So I gave her a call. And I told her very... Is she our special guest? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, no. Uh, 
I didn't record it because I one I didn't know the law. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like, is that going to be illegal? And, that's a and state, is she gonna thing too. and is she gonna like get mad if I the first thing I say is look I'm going to record this? I, I'm just I told sure. her look here's me. She doesn't know who I am. Yeah, uh, I work with a site called Patheos. She doesn't know what that is. I'm like, but I have some questions. Can you answer them? She's more or less. I'm paraphrasing here. She's like, I'll answer whatever you want. She All loves right. talking in the media. Oh, clearly, yeah. clearly, oh, yeah. So anyway, so I start asking her some basic questions, kind of like the ones you're bringing up here. Like, really? This is the issue? That yeah. Whatever. Um, but first, I'm just like, okay, with all the rhetoric that you're saying, um, are you going to bring weapons to this July 14th unveiling? Because that's the sense I'm getting here, and that's sure. what I'm worried about. And what would a normal person say to that? Oh, absolutely not. I was exaggerating, or yes. I was being... What'd she say? What'd she say? She said... It wouldn't be a surprise if <gasps> I told you. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> God. Hammett. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. So that's my first. I'm like, oh, you're not going to say We're no. We're going to Tennessee. Who has a couch <laughs> we can crash on? <laughs> I'm not going to Tennessee. I'm going to Tennessee. Okay. So this goes on for donate a while. To so Pathy- <laughs> donate to our Patreon so I can go to Tennessee <laughs> and maybe get shot. I don't maybe know. Maybe get shot. There It'd you go. It'd make a great story. <laughs> so- I don't have health insurance. That's fine. <laughs> I was trying to tell her, like, what are you so mad about? And she said, I'm like, why are you bringing violent rhetoric into this? And she basically said, the atheists brought violent rhetoric. I'm like, um, how? No, they didn't. Ma'am? Ma'am? Um, she uh. said it was violent of the atheists to rob our taxes. To which I say, huh? Mm-hmm. How are they robbing your taxes? It's a pretty... Here's her argument. Oh, I'm so excited to hear this. Uh, Atheist said we want to put up this statue of Clarence Darrow. Yeah. If you say no, mm-hmm. like that is, you're basically saying the William Jennings Bryan statue can be there, but mm-hmm. that is the Christian guy. But we're going to say no to this other one, even though it's the same sort of situation. We're paying for it. You know, it's our statue. We want to donate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same situation as the Bryan statue. Right. You can't say no. Like we have right. the legal right to do it. And so she was saying, if the uh, com- if the city county commission said no, then the atheists would sue them. And if they sued them, then the county would have to fight this in court. And if the county lost, uh-huh. they would have to pay the legal bills yeah. for the other side. That is how law works. Yeah. And if the county has to pay this bill, okay. where are they getting the money from? It's from the local taxpayers. So they would up the property taxes in the area. Ooh. So eventually, if the atheists win this legal battle, it hurts the local citizens. She had a convoluted theory. That is a theory. long stroll to how yeah. it hurts her personally. And therefore, she could make violent threats but, against but wait, them, according to her. But wait, can I just Because none of that happened. No, no, no. And the county said, yeah, 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 it's fine. Like... And so yeah. the atheists are like, cool. Why, then we're why not- am I on the Tennessee government side of this argument right now? This is not a comfortable place for me to be. So I said to her exactly this. I'm like, these are not the same thing. I mm. mean, look, if first of all, the lawsuit versus violence. I mean, if you lose the lawsuit, you still live. Like, these are not the same things. Yeah, at what point does she talk about violence? Yeah, she said rhetorically to me, well, is it worse to die or be sued? I'm like, be sued. <laughs> it's worse to be sued? <laughs> I said it was worse to be... Oh, I told her it was worse to die. Yeah. Sorry. I told her it was worse to die than be sued. And then she kind of laughed. <laughs> Classic <laughs> so, heaven humor. <laughs> so I tried again. I'm like, look, are you bringing weapons to the unveiling? Quote, let them find out. 
I told her the atheists are a little worried that you're going to, yeah. you know, go crazy here. That Jessica's going to be there and get <laughs> blowed up. And she's like, well, why are they afraid? I said, because you're going <laughs> to friggin' shoot them is why they're going to be afraid. You have a picture of yourself holding a gun, like with the Ten Commandments and <laughs> so we get into a little tangent here. I'm like, why are you holding the gun with your Ten Commandments thing? And she's like, well, the Ten Commandments and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration are all second, the same thing. My Second Commandment right. Yeah, right. So she's like, yeah, so my Second Amendment and the Ten Commandments are more or less identical because uh, they all influenced uh, somehow. Uh, June? Hey, June. Hey, June. It's me, <laughs> Jessica. I'm glad you're listening. Honey, no. No, 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 no. So... That's why she was doing it, because to her, promoting the Ten Commandments is another way of saying, I just like the Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment. So anyway, back to me. I'm like, seriously, are you going to shoot atheists? Literally asking her that question. She says, quote, I'm like George Washington. I don't make plans. When the time comes, we'll see what happens. I'm going out of my mind at this point. Like, what are you saying? Is this woman, like... Okay, okay. Going back with, to the with what if all, a brown person said this. With all seriousness, at what point is this woman threatening violence? At, oh, at she, what point is this like Hemant has to call the fucking cops yeah. because this woman is implying very strongly When the friend who contacted me saying you should check this woman out because we're a little worried. Yeah. They uh, that email was also came with a we've already contacted law enforcement. Oh, I'm good. like, that sounds like you're overreacting. And then I looked at Oh this no, up. they are not. No, um she also said I said well, look, I mean, wouldn't you be freaked out if atheists brought their weapons to the unveiling and said kind of the same stuff about you? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Isn't that a fair question? She said, no, because God's going to protect her against, oh, quote, Christ. these wicked, ungodly atheists, which I like better than the godly atheists, frankly. And so she wasn't worried. <sighs> so, okay. So I said, uh, <laughs> we tried one more time. Uh, I'm like, what, are, what is it that you're afraid of sure. or whatever? And she said the Darrow statue was a problem because it goes back to his advocacy of evolution. And she says to me, evolution, quote, leads to students becoming atheists. They don't know there's a God. What do they do? Mm. They blow their brains out the first time their boyfriends get mad at them. The boys. And then she referenced the Columbine killers saying, like, they believed in evolution and Hitler. And I'm like, I don't have time to debunk all the Wait, stuff you were saying. Wait, hold on. You... Yeah. We are mm-hmm. way steep in the muck. Mm-hmm. So she said because of evolution, teenagers commit suicide when they get All dumped? the violence we're seeing in schools happens because we uh-huh. teach evolution. Oh. Yes. I mean... Okay. Um, yeah. That was her argument. Sh- so she opposes evolution, and the statue glorifies evolution. It's just... The thing is, like... And it's Hitler, n- by the way. It's, it's not even internally logical. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even... It's not even a thing of, like, I laid out this... Maybe, like, my connections are tenuous, but I laid out, like, an if-then thing that leads from <laughs> evolution to school Yeah, violence if you're trying to draw the logical map of all It just of doesn't this. even, like, hold internally. And yeah. it just... Well, it's the same sort of thinking uh, that says, why did, uh, what was it, Hurricane Katrina happen? Or why oh, did... Oh, the gays. Yeah, the gays. Like, in their minds, there's a logic to it. Yeah. In reality, there is not. Right. But... But, yeah, because just to say, like, oh, the mere existence of gay... Like, where you're... I mean, it's the same as anything that they're, like, super focused on gay marriage or abortion, where, like, why? Like, why? Why is this the hill you're going to die on? I don't... I don't... I don't she went I mean, on to tell me, oh, we God. won the trial, referring to Snow... We, a uh, hundred years ago, way to ride that wave. Yeah. We won the trial, we won it, and the Bible won, and people had enough faith then 
and now they don't. And then she added this new war that was going on oh, is going to culminate right here. In Tennessee? And I'm like, again, that's the, yeah, the violent rhetoric thing. And I'm like, what do you mean by it's going to culminate right here? These people are atheist to communist. They will lose. Okay. So I'm like, look, let me level with you, woman. <laughs> let me, here's the deal. You're threatening these atheists. They are seriously freaking out about it. Yeah. Um, they're worried you're going to hurt them. Should they be worried about this? She said, let them worry. I don't care if they worry. I hope they can't sleep at night. Which, by the way, that is how terrorism works. Yeah, that's, that's the definition of terrorism. For life. Or you alter your pattern of behavior as a direct result of somebody's threats or of their violence. So this I tried again. It's a fucking terrorist. Try again. What are you going to do? <laughs> on the 14th call? 30 minutes jesus I'm like really yeah i'm like what are you gonna do on the 14th she said i i'm not gonna tell you what i'm gonna do i don't know for sure what i'm gonna do it'll be revealed at the last minute okay so i've given up now this, i'm not getting a straight answer dangerous yes yeah, i hang up i first of all i let my friend know the conversation um, and I sent this information to them because they're already in touch with law enforcement and they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, they've That's contacted really the FBI. Scary. They've contacted, oh, have they? Yeah. Eesh. They've contacted law enforcement. They've contacted um, the Southern Poverty Law Center about the hate mm-hmm. group stuff. Uh, so they're in touch, but they don't know exactly how to handle it, whatever. So that's happening. On the 1st of July... Okay. This same woman, June Griffin, is hosting a rally of her own, basically uh, anti the statue rally, which is fine. She has a right to do that. Sure. Um, but it's also being co-sponsored by a few different groups, and there are a couple legislators who are going to be there. So I called up the guy who's co-sponsoring this thing. It's mm-hmm. the head of the Tennessee Pastors Network, and I talked to him. He was delightful to talk to. Yeah. Uh, Dale Walker is his name. I talked to him for a little oh, that's while. that's such an adorable Southern name. Right. Um, talk to him. And I'm like, look, here's where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm fine with the protests. I'm fine with all the, I don't like the statue. That's all well and good. Sure. But come on, this lady's going way too far, right? Yeah. Tell me she's going too far. And Please tell me she doesn't speak for you is kind yeah, of what you're saying, that is right? exactly what I wanted to know. And then follow up on that. Like, are you really going to keep sponsoring this event with her? Uh, he more or less defended her saying, I know her. She's not a violent woman. She's never been a violent woman. That's not who she is. And I'm like, oh, that's nice, but it who cares? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if you know her and she would never hurt a fly. She's still saying this horrible stuff. Um, also, I right? watch enough true crime documentaries to know that is the quote, the poll quote oh. from every <laughs> single neighbor of like, he was such a quiet oh, guy. Yeah. I would never <laughs> expect him to be violent. Like, I've heard that shit before. Right. Are you going to stand by those words after she shoots up people? Um, and finally, he's like, look. If she made a bold threat, no, I, I would not join her. Uh, and then added, but to have. my knowledge, she has not made a bold threat. Um, this is after I read him all the bold threats. Okay, so there's that guy. I also called both of the legislators trying to figure out, are you going to show up at this thing? Neither of them were in the office. I left messages. We'll see. So that happened. Holy shit. Tell me again how Christians are persecuted in this country. <sighs> okay, so first of all, Nice work. That's some bang up like Thanks. underground journalism you're doing out here. I can fake it sometimes. Yeah. Um, second of all, this so this to me is a really interesting microcosm of of patterns of behavior we see among law enforcement and various races of people, right? Mm-hmm. So there's 
some white kid holding an AK-47 and he they talk him down and take him in peacefully. And then there's, you know, Philando Castile who gets pulled over and gets shot seven times. Like, yeah. and this is such a interesting demonstration of, hey, this woman has made multiple threats. Not in, subtle threats. Not subtle threats. And... But she's in the majority. But right, <laughs> so, and, and the fact that you're like the the cops don't know what to do about it. Like, oh my god! I don't god. know that, and, by the way. In this case, I don't know what they're gonna do. But but, but the fact that like nothing has happened, I feel like yeah. if the, again, if this was it's a, early, a Muslim we'll see, guy, this is a black guy. Oh yeah, exactly. It, the, uh, they would be a SWAT team like yes. flooding her house. Yeah. Right? Like, am I, is that too far off for me to say? No, that I think that's people would treat this more seriously if a Muslim was saying it about a Christian event or something, yeah. or an atheist was saying it about a Christian oh event. God. But when a Christian does it, um, like, honestly, I just wanted that Dale Walker guy to be like, look, that sounds ridiculous. I, of course, I don't stand behind that. And instead, he's like, no, I don't condone violence, but she's fine. She's one of the good it's ones. Like, Come on. Okay. That's not even the only story of, like, Christian... Violence? Or, yeah, horrible rhetoric. Because um, this is another story that kind of stems from that. This is the reason a friend of mine even contacted me okay. about this story. Because she read another one that happened a couple of days ago. And here's the background you need to know about this. This is much shorter. There is a giant cross in the city of Pensacola, Florida. It's in a public park. It is a giant cross. Have we talked about this We before? have not talked about this um, before. Just lots of other giant crosses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and basically, uh, I don't think we've talked about it, but um, it's, it's very clearly a Christian cross. It was put up by Christians. It's used on Easter. There's a plaque that commemorates like Easter. There's nothing secular about it. I think they call it a war memorial or something to honor the troops, but it's very clearly a Christian, you know, it's put up by Christians. It's for Christians to celebrate Christianity, whatever. Um, the American Humanist Association filed a lawsuit over it. There were four plaintiffs who were atheists in the area. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, one of them still had legal standing when a judge decided to weigh in on this because the other three, two of them had moved away. Oh, I see. One of them, I think they had another reason saying he didn't really have standing in this case. Okay. But a fourth person did, so they could rule on the merits. Mm-hmm. And that's what a judge did. And this week we found out that the judge said, look, the law is the law. This has to go down. You have 30 days, city of Pensacola, to take down this cross. It's a victory for the humanists. And it's not, it has to be taken down and burned. It means it no. has to be moved to private property. Yeah, and actually, I think, uh, correct, I hope I'm not wrong on this, I think he also said, look, there is another option. The city could sell off this property oh, to yeah. a religious group for fair value, and that's another way you could handle it. But you got to do something within 30 days. So that happened. Um, and this was... Uh, the court, like, you had to argue this in court. And the lawyer who did that is Monica Miller, who is an attorney with the American Humanist Association. She's mm-hmm. been with them for five years, really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, she won the case. And when the AHA announced the victory and the media in the area covered this, Uh-oh. she was quoted a whole bunch in it. And so after so she how's won... how's she doing? That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, I saw some, uh, we're Facebook friends, and I saw some vague message about, like, uh, she's getting some backlash. And I, honestly, I didn't even think anything of it, like, because sure. I'm used to, like, atheist lawyer friends yeah. getting people talking shit about them and stuff. That's not news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the next day, I saw what she was referring to, oh, and it no, wasn't through her. Honey. It was through someone else. Um, there was a guy, random guy, his name is Lou, uh, 
who lives in Florida, Luke Cobb, but he basically posted something saying, and I'm going to quote what he posted. Here, he posted her picture <gasps> in front of the cross because she had taken this. one. He posted this. her picture from the AHA website with uh-huh. her phone number <gasps> and said, here's the idiot. Um, it was her work phone number, not okay. her cell phone. So it goes to a switchboard, but still. Here's the idiot attorney that fought for removal of Cross in Pensacola. Let's make her famous and run her out of town. It's that, it's oh, that nice. let's make her famous bit that I'm like, again, what do you mean by that? How do you want to make her famous exactly? You know, what do you want to do? And this thing, here's the thing. I don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. His bio on Facebook said he used to work at, uh, like, what was it? The Santa Rosa... Sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Santa Rosa County Sheriff's office. He's retired from there. So like he's not a nobody. Right. Um and his post was shared at the time that I wrote this 7000 plus times. So you can't share it. And I looked through those shares. I looked through so many of those shares. Why? No one said to what end? Uh because I wanted to know what people were commenting in addition to sharing it. Oh. Or and like look at this idiot in terms of the guy who posted it, or like, yeah, exactly. I didn't see anyone doing that. No one sharing it was saying, This is wrong. They were more either just sharing it blankly, like, mm-hmm. didn't add anything, or they were saying, Oh, these atheists, blah, blah, blah. But some of them got worse. And this is know. where it got bad. Like, yes, they called her a cunt. They commented on her looks. They said, You know, um, well, one of them used gun emojis. That was there. Uh, atheist, hypocrite, moron, needs to go bye-bye, like to <gasps> Afghanistan or Iraq. Um, um, she's as ugly as sin. Like she's sure, that's relevant. She's not, but like, why? I, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't well, honestly, matter. it doesn't matter. Um, like, is this, this the second you stoop to commenting on how a right, woman looks right. because of like what she does, you're a garbage human. Right, I hate you. Exactly. Another person. It's a shame nobody made her famous and turned her into a hit-and-run victim. Holy shit, guy. She she doesn't seem mentally stable. I mean, this got really, really bad. Um, And when I asked her, I talked to her before I posted this. And I'm like, this is pretty messed up. And I want to post this because people should see what you have to deal with. I'm like, what would you say to all these people? Because I kind of, part of me was like, screw you all, I won. I was hoping she would do that. She didn't. She was totally professional. She said she she has gotten so much positive feedback from atheists and Christians. Uh, These are clearly anomalies. Um, 7,000 is a chunky anomaly. Uh, But at least she's gotten a lot of positive feedback personally. Yeah. All right. Um, And she was just doing her job, and she'll continue to do her job. Oh, my God. That was it, because she's awesome. Um, is she based out of Florida? Or is she with, no, she works with the HA in Washington. In Washington. Um, which is funny because like you're going to run her out of time. She doesn't live in Pensacola. People yeah, right? who are <laughs> mad about this. But all this stuff is happening in a couple of days where you have atheists basically doing what? Fighting for the First Amendment mm-hmm. and then getting harassed over it. Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, you, we want to donate a statue just like the Christian one you have here. Getting harassed um, over it. Getting threatened with violence over that one. And yet, who gets to who cries persecution all the time? Okay, Just, I'm I'm circling so back annoying. to the to the Tennessee thing because I think it's kind of interesting that they already had because the Williams uh, Jenny Bryant one went up in you said the early 2000s? Uh, 2005, yeah. And I think it's really interesting because I feel like when I like see that movie or when I think and obviously Inherit the Wind, yeah, I'm that Inherit the Wind. I'm obviously very biased. But I feel like that movie is very much and like the story that seems to be told is always 
it was a little guy standing up to like the big Christian baddie who wouldn't let him. Like, I feel like that is a kind of David and Goliath type story (laughs) wherein William Jennings Bryant was the Goliath. So like the fact that they put up a statue, I'm like, I don't know if you got. Do you want to honor Goliath? Yeah. I don't know if you got that (laughs) lesson there, buddy. Yeah. Um, I'm opening my carton of wine. All right. Because this is too much for me. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's a messed up week and this, is absurd that this happens. I hope that gets attention anyway, because people God, should I hope see that. So. Um, all right, different story altogether. Uh, Can you, wait, do you have a positive story anywhere in this week's mix? Let me. Yes. Okay. All right, let's go to the positive story. Thank you. Uh, then I'll come back to this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, a little palate okay. cleanser. Uh, the background These here. Are sorbet course. Uh, Ultra Orthodox Jewish men, uh-huh. um, super religious people. Yeah, they yeah, will yeah. go on planes and they will. Oh, make they, people switch seats. Yes, mm-hmm. because they don't want to sit next to women because they don't want to accidentally brush them. They're yeah. sexual. Well, we're gross. So yes, you, clearly you are. Therefore, um, but this one grandmother last year filed a lawsuit yes. to, against the Israeli airline El Al. Um, she filed a lawsuit saying they made me move my seats. Good. That's sex discrimination because they would not have done and that. It's if garbage. I was garbage. Can you sue over something being garbage? And an Israeli court this week said, yeah, you're right, grandmother. The airline cannot make women move their seats. Yeah. Uh, if, if the person, let's say the Orthodox, ultra-Orthodox Jewish man, the one asks you, hey, would you move seats? And you wanted to move, fine, if you said no, but whatever. They can't but the airline out. cannot tell you to move seats. And that's, that's it. Um, and she said her name is Renee Rabinowitz. She said in a statement uh, at the time, I think, uh, when Wh- she sued. When did this happen? This happened in 2016. Okay. The verdict came out this week. Got it. For me, this is not personal. It is intellectual, ideological, and legal. I think to myself... Here I am, an older woman, educated. I've been around the world, and some guy can decide I shouldn't sit next to him. Why? Yeah. Renee, <laughs> you have know. an open <laughs> invite to this podcast. Um, yeah. So anyway. Is she American? Uh, I I don't know. Girl, you can crash uh, in my guest room. Hang out with us. I don't know where she's from. But yeah, awesome. She won the case. Oh, Go her. that's great. That is awesome. That's an news. excellent statement, too. Right? Yeah, it really is. Can I tell you, I have this like horrible, like, I am, you know, when people like have the image of like, oh, I'm catching the touchdown in Super Bowl or like whatever, oh, yeah. like your dream moment. My dream moment is a thousand percent somebody trying to get me to move because I'm a woman. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, if it happened to me. Oh, the yelling. And I would you would do. say. I would, I mean, there would be table. Fl- no, I, I, I don't plane know. Plane flipping. Plane flipping. <laughs> Y'all, I got real <laughs> strong when I'm angry. Good luck with those little trays. I hulk, I hulk the <laughs> fuck out. Yeah, just the, I just flip the tray up. You throw one <laughs> peanut <laughs> at someone. No, I just would. I would pitch a fit. <laughs> I would pitch a fit, and everybody would write mean stories about me because because the story would end up being like woman delays flight because <laughs> she's a bitch. Seen on YouTube, <laughs> crazy woman. Woman screaming. has no chill. Delays <laughs> flight for all. Somebody misses a wedding. Yeah, I ju- it's just one of those like. Oh, if I had just found myself <laughs> in that in that situation. And there are other options for the Jewish men, by the way. They can buy two seats. Yeah. They can travel with a friend. They can they can, they like, can just get over it and can, not touch the woman accidentally. I don't know, walk or I don't want to touch the people I'm next to there. on a plane. No, yeah. Hey, like hey, I've sat on planes. Everybody Who cares? Flines the pits. Right. Like nobody wants to be there. Yeah. So happy so, story. That was a good story. All right, back to the shitty story. Oh, have it. <laughs> Um, okay. 
there is uh, two parts of this. Oh, God. There's the Southern Poverty Law Center. They're the ones that uh, have a hate group designation. Right. And they say this group is a hate group. And usually a lot of those groups, we're talking like the KKK. The reason they're labeled a hate group, besides all obvious reasons, <laughs> um, is not just because they have an unpopular opinion. It's because they perpetuate lies. Okay. They they really do hate the other people. So, for Actually, example, that's an interesting question. I never knew what qualified when, yeah, something what's as a hate, hate group. So, an evangelical megachurch, for example, that says we oppose gay marriage, we think homosexuality is sinful, not considered a hate group. But the Westboro Baptist Church, which actually says you know nasty, horrible things, right. does stuff. Yes, they are, and so are groups like the American uh, uh, Family Association, Liberty Council, Family Research oh, Council. Oh, sure, because they target... These are groups that spread lies about gay people. I mean, they will say uh, things like uh, they are more likely to be child molesters, predators, uh, you know, uh, nasty things like that that have no basis in mm-hmm. reality. That's why they're considered hate groups, right. okay? So Southern Poverty Law Center does it. Now, let me, since there are atheists who are going to yell that I'm even saying anything good about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They, I think earlier this year, they made a list of anti-Muslim extremists, calling them haters. And on that list were people like Majid Nawaz, who's a Muslim who's trying to reform it and make Islam more progressive. And Ayan Hirsi Ali, (gasps) who's the victim of like female genital mutilation. And even writes in her, I think the latest book, I forgot what the name of it, says, here's what we can do to fix Islam. And it's not like stop believing in it. It's here's what we can do to make it more progressive within the confines. They were labeled as haters. So as soon as that happened, people were like, screw you, Southern Poverty Law Center. Like you totally screwed this up. They have not removed them from their list. They double down on saying why they should be there. Uh It's BS. I think it's BS. Okay. You can say bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) that's Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh They have their they have some negative parts to them. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, they're fine. Okay. Then there is charity uh, GuideStar. There's GuideStar, which is a charity website that basically it's a huge database of every nonprofit group like in America. And so for me, uh, I sometimes use GuideStar if I'm doing any research and I want to, for example, I want to know about American Family Association. Mm -hmm. Um, They have to file a 990 every year saying this is how much money we made in donations. This is our expenses. Um, this is where our money went. Here's who made money on our staff. Uh-huh. Uh, they, as a nonprofit, you have to file that sure. in exchange for not paying taxes, things like that. So GuideStar makes available all of these 990s at least like two years and beyond. You know, So I don't have their 2016s, but I might get their 2014, 2015 okay. uh, uh, paperwork. Yeah. Um, and they do this for everybody. This month, GuideStar announced that on charities that SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, said were hate groups, they would put that designation at the top of your page. So if people go to look up Liberty Council, it would say, hey, Southern Poverty Law Center calls this group a hate hate group. group. Um, You don't have to agree with it. We're not taking a side on it. But it's an FYI. And we feel that Southern Poverty Law Center is worthy enough that we could share this information with you because GuideStar's whole thing is we want to give you information about these nonprofits mm-hmm. in a fair, objective way. 
And this is where some of these Christian groups got mad. They were saying by using the SPLC hate group code like, like designation, uh. you are not being objective. You are saying, here's a random other nonprofit that does this hate designation. It's almost always against Christian hate groups. Mm-hmm. Um, like you don't see atheist hate groups because we'll talk about that in a second. But we're so chill. Yeah. Um, but they were saying it's not objective and you should stop using SPLC data. Um, I don't know if I agree with the don't use it at all sort of thing. For what it's worth, I looked up because Majid Nawaz has a nonprofit. Ayan Hirsi Ali has a nonprofit. Their groups have never been called a hate group, like from the SPLC. Just them personally? Just them personally. Ooh. And their groups had no such designation. Okay. So, Okay. But yeah, that's the Christian argument here. You are taking a stance, Guidestar, by right. providing this information. It's unfair. Do you want us to get like shot by a crazy person or something? Right. Um, so anyway, that was. I'll I'll leave it there for a second, and then I want to talk about like why is it always the Christian hate groups? But like, yeah, I'm curious. What do you think about that designation? Does it make sense? Is that valid information to put up for people to see, or is that saying we're taking a stance? You should know. Hey, this particular group, they're they're hateful oof it's tricky because in theory i think it's a not a bad idea to make sure people under and i think because so many of these groups like operate under very innocuous and purposefully vague terms that, american family association right and just say <laughs> the words family and liberty and yeah. freedom because <laughs> like everything is red white and blue in their world um so i think there is there is merit in saying like hey just so you know these people have been flagged it does make and so for what it's worth they do provide stars and stuff right but uh, based on you know we can calculate based on their returns mm-hmm. uh they spend this percent on overhead that is less than average but those are more objective things you could sure. just say compared so to this other is nonprofits more subjective. yeah well i guess my problem would kind of fall in and I don't, the things I don't pretend to know a ton about Southern Poverty Law Center and like what their deal is and who they're supported by and all that. So if they, I guess if, what's it called? North Star? Uh, Guide Star. Guide Star. Is North Star something else? Uh, no. I think it's like a transit, I think it's like a snowmobile company actually. <laughs> um, if Guide so Guide Star is. It's it's not like a government agency, no. right? So it has it's a no, nonprofit of its own, right? So it has no obligation to. They can do whatever they want. That's a, I, I guess that's kind of where I'm circling to is they can do whatever they want, and you can agree or disagree, and just sort of go take that as with the weight that you think it deserves. I think the problem then comes in with if people think everything is you know, set in stone. Like if Southern mm-hmm. Poverty Law Center said so-and-so is a terror, uh, hate group, that's what it is. So I think it, it happens when we stop looking at things in shades of gray and look at things in black and white, which is understandable. Like and if, if you're going to make a donation, it, my thing, uh, the one yeah. thought I had about this, if you're the type of person who's like, I want to make a donation to a group, mm-hmm. um, I should do some, my research. due diligence and do some research. And you came across this hate designation. I find very hard to believe that someone out of nowhere who's doing their research. Yeah, random computer noises. <laughs> I find it hard to believe someone would be doing this sort of research and not know they're already considered a hate group by a group like the SPLC. Yeah, because I feel like people don't generally reach out blindly to like usually to make a big s- donation. Right. 
Like to the point where you're going to Guide Star to look at their 990s. Yeah. So like, so for Christmas this past year, we donated, um, my brother and I for a gift for our parents donated to, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's basically a, um, a charity that is for like undocumented students and okay. making sure they have the support they need because my brother teaches and has several undocumented kids in his class. He teaches on the Southwest side and it's when Trump won, it was Oh, I'm sure they were. Fucking hor- yeah. horrifying. So anyway, all that's to say is like, I did my due diligence, but I feel like that's the first time I've ever went like, okay, I want to look for a charity that does this and then sure. found one. I feel like most of the time when I donate to things, it's because I have a personal connection to it. And so whether it's the ACLU or whether it's the place I volunteer, yeah. from there to there, like, but it's... I don't know. I guess you're looking I, for a cause. You're not necessarily looking right, for I guess all I'm, the behind the scenes work. Right. And I guess I'm wondering how frequently it happens that somebody is just going in blind. Yeah. The uh, the Christians, most of the Christians and some others who were on that list of the hate groups that mm-hmm. were targeted here, they wrote to GuideStar's CEO and said, uh, "quote We think it's a reasonable point that an aggressive political partisan." group, I assume, like the SBLC should not be allowed to be the judge and jury of its opponent's character and motivations. Uh The fact that SBLC only targets groups on the political right supports this contention. Okay, but here's the problem with that logic. Okay. Groups on the left, as far as I've seen, do not, you don't have to like exaggerate and lie about what the right is doing to make them look bad. And if if you want evidence of that, Look at all the political satire that's on TV. Look at The Daily Show Mm -hmm. or uh, Full Frontal or Last Week Tonight. Mm -hmm. When they are mocking conservatives and the right wing, they don't make things up. They don't lie about them. What do they do? They regurgitate Mm -hmm. quotes and they play clips of things they said and then the opposite things they once said. Right. Like, you don't have to lie. You just show people evidence that Mm -hmm. they're liars. So you don't have to be extreme. But for the right. right to make fun of liberals or to make fun of LGBT or make fun to, to target, target LGBT yeah. people, Planned Parenthood, you have to play edited, misleading video. Mm-hmm. You have to lie about what they do or think or act. Mm-hmm. You're not just quoting gay people saying something right. right? like, no, they are totally exaggerating and well, lying. That's why they're considered hate groups well, in this and, sense. And aren't they just the best example of sort of biblical thinking? Because when you are raised on the Bible, you have your conclusion, you work backwards to like line up your world and your facts to make that thing true. So that's what they're doing with anything like this. So their, their thesis statement is gays are bad. And instead of saying, okay, I'm going to live my life and do my research and then come to a conclusion based on the shit I see, what they're doing is saying, I need, all I need is shit that agrees with my present yep. worldview. They start and with a conclusion. Is, and they start with a conclusion and work their way backwards. And that's frankly why it's so frustrating and impossible to debate with people or, or, have, or have a real conversation about it. Because don't get me wrong, I will have a real conversation with somebody about anything. I love to argue. It's my favorite. <laughs> but when somebody's, when somebody's fallback point is, well... No, because Bible, there is nothing I can say and nothing we can say to to make that true because they don't believe in science. So if I give them you science, can't give them scientific explanation, scientific explanation, that's not going to do shit. Mm-hmm. They don't be, like they fall into lo- lo- logical fallacy traps so easy and quickly because they don't. Ex- so I feel like you and I tend to 
like not only look for the truth, but also look for like our own gaps in knowledge and our like our own the times that we fall into logical fallacies, which for me is frequent (laughs) and dramatic. Um, But but I try to be very self-examining in that way of saying like, okay, I I try to learn more about stuff that's true. I think uh, my friend, your friend Matt Dillahunty. Close personal friends. friends. We met once. I think he, I'm paraphrasing something he said way better, but basically, you know, you try to learn more true stuff all the time. And if you have those gaps in knowledge. to truth, the better. And there are ways to get there. Anyway, uh, so far, SPLC hasn't said any, like, they haven't said they're not taking it back. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. I don't think they're targeting the Christian right or anyone on the right. I think they just say, these are our standards. Um, it just so happens that well, it's usually the right. They're the ones who tend to be the loudest. To and it's not even a Christian, anti-Christian thing because most Christian groups, nonprofits included, are not on their list. Right. They're not going after the people who think that way. They're not. They don't care. They're going after specific groups. Okay. Wait. The, uh, yeah. Quickly, I found the charity I donated to the yes. Young Center for Immigrant Children's Rights. If I if if I done fucked up on that and they're a bad charity, let me know. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise donate to them. I guess there you go. Unless you don't, in which case donate to Patreon.com/slash/FriendlyAtheistPodcast. <laughs> and let's you go just to Tennessee. Took away, you just took away money from immigrant like refugees who are being deported. Well, I brought a chocolate bar for one of my brother's students one time. She seemed <laughs> pretty appreciative <laughs> appreciative for that. Okay, sorry that was uh, a poor joke. She's I got two nice. more for you. Uh, this one, okay, in Canada, and I'm going to probably butcher the law here, but I'm going to try it anyway. Canada, in 2015, the Canadian Supreme Court, I can't believe you know more than two words. I only know two words. I've been to Canada twice. So Uh, 2015, Canadian Supreme Court unanimously said that uh, for certain people who are dying, who are suffering, who are at the end of their lives, if they want a physician to help them die... They are allowed to request, like, doctor, put me out of my misery. Sure. And again, there were very specific criteria you had to meet. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to do it because you're depressed. They're not going to do it to anybody. Mm-hmm. You had to meet a certain, uh, there had to be a certain number of boxes checked off the list. Um, okay. Um, and this eventually, I'm skipping over a lot of legalese here. It happened in June of 2016. Okay. It became a law. Like, this is the way it's going to happen now. Okay. So, physician-assisted death. Totally legal in Canada. Uh, the rules are you have to be 18 or older, mm-hmm. a Canadian citizen. You can't just travel from the U.S. to go there. Uh, you have to be mentally competent. You have to suffer from a, quote, serious and incurable disease, illness, or disability. Okay. Um, and in a, quote, advanced state of irreversible decline with enduring and intolerable suffering. I mean, the window to be in that yeah. is very small. But, like, dude, if you're in that window, life is not good. Right. You should have the right to say, just end it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they know what they're doing when they say that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's legal. Here's where it gets weird because in Canada, uh, let's say you are at home and you have to go to the hospital. The ambulance comes for you. They will take you to the closest hospital. They're not necessarily going to take you to your your hospital, Uh you know? And some of the hospitals in Canada, just like in the U.S., are run by the Catholic Church. So this poses a problem because the Catholic Church says we're not participating in that. We don't care about the staff, by the way. The staff isn't necessarily all Catholic, but the Catholic Church says we ain't doing this procedure in our hospitals. So last year, this was a controversy in Canada, there was an 87-year-old man uh, in that small window of everything Mm -hmm. 
who uh, was in enormous pain, wanted to end life on his terms, but he happened to be at a Catholic hospital, and they refused to help him out. Um, So he said, well, transfer me, because this is an emergency, and I'm in real pain, Mm -hmm. and it's not going to get better here. Um, And I'm going to read just what I wrote, because I remember looking at stuff when I was writing this, he spent the last several hours of his life trying to transfer to a new secular hospital. The ambulance was three hours late. Um, The ride was bumpy enough to make his pain even worse. And all of this because this Catholic church wouldn't help him. He eventually died at a secular hospital with the help of a physician, but not before like hours of unimaginable pain, you know, thanks Jesus. Okay. That's not where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this story. Uh, there is another hospital, a Catholic hospital um, in Winnipeg, and they, the staff, the doc, you know, the medical experts, mm-hmm. <laughs> they all said, we want to allow this procedure in our hospital because it's the humane thing to do. Um, but it's a Catholic hospital. But all the staffers and the administration, the administration of that hospital said, yeah, we're on board with this. We want to allow this procedure because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do. But because of the Catholic hospital, you got to run it by the big boys upstairs. And so what did the archdiocese of, oh, I don't know which place. <laughs> um, I don't know. But the Vancouver, the Vancouver like Catholic church. Oh, I'm sorry. The Catholic health corporation of Manitoba. Yeah. Um, what did they do? I was close. Question mark. They My t- Canadian geography is excellent. <laughs> they looked at this board of directors that, and they looked at how people voted. They just said, well, we get to choose how many people are on the board. No. So we're just going to put 10 more people on the board of directors and let's revote. And Hey, they voted to not allow this policy. How? shady and evil is that so they had 16 people on the board most of whom said let's allow this assisted suicide more or less Mm -hmm. the church said you're gonna now have 26 people on your board and oh look now it's gonna tip in our favor because all 10 of their people said yes um and the new board like two people resigned the former chairman resigned um there you go That's what the Catholic Church did. And again, what's their purpose here? Their purpose is we want to follow the church rules. What are they actually doing, though? Let's ignore the professional doctors. Mm -hmm. Let's ignore everyone with expertise. Let's ignore our own staff on the ground. And let's make life worse for people whose life already sucks. Because religion. That's what they did. It's so disgusting and horrible what they're doing there. Like, there's no rational justification for this. (laughs) And what message does it send to the doctors? You know, all your medical training and education, none of that matters. We make the decisions. You don't. Thanks for playing. I don't know. It's it's shit like this, which it which reminds me why what you and I do, I think, is meaningful and important. Because I like this idea to me of so I think Catholic hospitals are kind of alarming in and of themselves. I, yeah. I think I that's think the stat really, is one in six hospital yeah, beds in the US is Catholic that, run. That isn't even slightly surprising to me. Um and it's frustrating that it's sort of like this 
this Mother Teresa thing of, oh, look how much good we're doing. But when you really examine you, it, <laughs> she th- th- she wasn't doing good. She was she was promoting suffering because she thought suffering brought right. None of you get condoms. God. None of you get birth control. Your kids will suffer even though you don't want this pregnancy. Th- I mean, that's exactly right. So w- this is so this is why kind of the organized religion garbage drives me crazy is that nothing matters besides their interpretation of their God or their Bible, right? So even if every shred of evidence we have says what condoms reduce the spread Mm -hmm. of comprehensive sex education totally reduces unplanned pregnancies. You are going to have fewer abortions. It doesn't matter because, because of this weird thing. And and yeah, gay do, marriage does not hurt straight marriage. It, it doesn't hurt anybody. It improves life for a lot of people. And but the Bible says no. And so when you, mm. like, the horror of ending, so, like, say I was pregnant and I ended up at a Catholic hospital and I needed an abortion to save my life, what if I just die? What if they I just, literally will not help yeah. you in, in the case of an ectopic pregnancy, the, yeah. the egg stuck in the fallopian, fallopian tube, tube, you are going to die. Yeah. Uh, they will Have not I, kill, like, they will not do the abortion That's, a, that's the fucking thing, hospital. is, like, we live in the most wealthy country in the world, and I could literally die because I called an ambulance a little bit too far west and ended up yeah, at, right. a, at a Catholic hospital. That is unconscionable. That yep. is that is horrifying. And to to parade it under this sort of, like, moral authority and, like, oh, we're so pure and noble, when the Catholic Church in particular is fucking evil from the ground up. They have done nothing positive. That's not true. I'm exaggerating. But the the negativity that they've sent into this world, whether it's covered, not just like pl- priests molesting children, because whatever, like individuals will do what individuals do. But the Catholic Church was like, oh, let's just put them near different children. Because we don't want a scandal. Like, God forbid we have a fucking scandal in the Catholic (laughs) Church. And, hey, we're going to open all these hospitals. But required care specifically for women, we're just not going to provide because fuck you. Or or Hobby Lobby and their weird shit about birth control. Like, it's it's so fucking unconscionable that all they're doing is actively harming people to no end. To To absolutely no end. Like, what's your fucking point, dude? Like, you really think that it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just unimaginable. This man, this, the, the shit this man went through is, is, I, I can't believe, I can't believe that they can go to sleep at night and think, oh yeah, I did super good today because <laughs> the guy was fucking miserable for six right. hours under there my, was, my care. I, so glad I became a doctor. I think the Supreme Court case that in Canada that led to this thing. I can't remember his name, but there was a picture. The earlier court had said, no, the guy has to live. He's not allowed to die. This guy was in pain. Different guy I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. There was a picture of him crying in the courtroom after that verdict was read. Um, I hope I'm getting the timeline right. It was just, it's it's as someone who has no emotions. It's like, nope, I had a lot of emotions seeing that picture because that guy was miserable. And basically the court said, nope, they, they, you don't, it's illegal. They can't help you. Yeah, I mean, it's terms. it's a, a friend of mine. I've actually mentioned Nick Linson. Nick Linson? I'm going to figure this out. I, I remember a few, 
years ago, a friend of mine, I've mentioned him before. He's um, my, <laughs> my, Tony bab- Nicklinson. Totally. Tony Nicklinson. Go look up, just search his name. I don't think Google I have it. that kind of emotional capacity. Um, and just search under images for Tony Nicklinson in the courtroom and you'll find the picture. And it's just sad. Um, but my uh, friend of mine, when I lived in Montana, he was from um, North, North, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, he's when he died a few years back. That's when I went to the Baptist funeral and they, it was in, I've never been to a Baptist. But anyway, when, uh, when he and I were working together, he was, he was an ex Marine and I don't remember, I, I don't know why this stuck with me, but I just remember him saying like, have you ever been in like real chronic pain? And I was like, oh, you know, I was 22. Like I was fucking bulletproof at the yeah. time. <laughs> and, and I said, no, he's like, I cannot describe to you how miserable it is to be confined to your bed to, I I mean, it's, it's unimaginable. And, and for us, us being, yeah. imagine what you have to be going through to say death is a better option for me than whatever the hell I have to go through right now. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, the fact that that is sort of limited to physical, it it sounds Mm -hmm. to me, physical pain only man. Hoof is somebody who's like I've dealt with depression and I've had dark places, but I can't imagine. And like I have like your everyday run of the mill depression <laughs> that like ninety percent of people seem to have. But imagine trying to imagine somebody with losing their cognitive functions. I I could yeah. not. I because you're me, humane. Well, to me, the right to die is up there with anything else. Of like, it's my fucking life, and I get to decide when it's over. And you're not doing this on a whim. You're no. I mean, these are things people have thought about. We talk to their families no. about. And I think anybody who's dealt with like very real mel- mental illness or whatever can say like, yeah, physical pain is generally more. And that's honestly like a thing that's going on right now is we accept physical pain as real and and something that like, <laughs> oh, your arm hurts. I can associate with it. If somebody talks to you about their depression or whatever, and you've never dealt with that. It's it's so easy to brush it off, like oh you're just sad. I've been sad before, but like, <laughs> like no, you don't understand no, how you, depression works. You That's don't not understand how depression works. Like literally, I was being I was having a really shitty day in, in, with my mental health, and two people tweeted nice things to me about this podcast, <laughs> and I literally googled to make sure people weren't like playing a prank on me or like <laughs> people like I that was like. People said very nice, sincere things about me. I'm like, oh, well, it's two people in one day, so they must be fucking with me somehow. <laughs> like, I cannot see good anywhere, and that's a fucking dark place to be. All that's to say that I believe very firmly in somebody's right to decide what's right for themselves, whether it's if I want to be pregnant or not, or whether I want to have sex or not, or whether or not I want to keep living. I don't think people take that kind of shit lightly. And I don't think it's anybody else's business besides their own and their loved ones. And even then, there has to be a final say, right? Mm. Oh, it's fucking garbage. Fuck. All right, we're ending this on a slightly happier note. Um, A lot of media outlets posted articles about a couple that has gone without food for many, many years. I literally wouldn't read any articles about it because I'm like, Kevin's going to tell me all about this. They're called breatharians. That's not new. 
I, I've it's heard not of that new, garbage before. But you they know, haven't gotten this much sun. attention. Maybe sun. Sunlight. Um, which is funny because I'm like, this is okay. If you're reading an article about people who survive on breath and they take in that, surely your first reaction should be, no, no that no. can't possibly be right. That's not how that works at um, all. They claimed that food and water is not necessary. Sure. This is uh, a husband and wife, Akahi Ricardo and Camila Castello. Castillo? Castillo? Uh, believe food and water is not necessary. Humans can survive on the energy of the universe. They have only eaten a piece of fruit or vegetable broth just three times a week since 2008. And Camilla even practiced a breatharian pregnancy, not eating during the nine months she carried her first child. Hey, hey, you know what? No, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. So here's the questions everyone should be asking that the journalist Why did not ask. Why are you lying ask. about this? Yeah. How do we know they actually said, or they actually did these things they claim to have done? Do you actually know that? Is there a doctor who can attest to this? Do they have video cameras or anything? Do we know they didn't eat anything? Did they ever cheat and say, I'll eat a little granola bar here and then I'll go back to my, you know. Do you think they poop? I did not see anything in any article talking about their poop. That's weird. Yeah, that's what immediately past? what I thought about of because you know? I'm a child. That's where your mind goes. <laughs> yeah, but like these are basic questions everyone reading these articles should have been asking, and the reporters didn't ask. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is. So I understand vegetarianism. I understand veganism. I yeah, you're 100% just eating different, different things. <laughs> but like this, to me, feels like the very holder than thou thing of like. Oh, you humans and your water. Like, <laughs> yes. oh, you're weak. It's just a willpower thing. You can make this lifestyle work for you if you just try. Like, that's what it, it feels very preachy to me, but I don't know to what end. Right. Um, so it's not just the, the lack of skepticism that a lot of media outlets just ran with this without questioning it. But I actually got a note from a reader who said you should post about this. But she said a point that I had not thought about, which is that there is a poop. further harm in an article like this because it's not just a that's hilarious and kind of weird she said no there are pro anorexia like forums and like online websites that love these articles because it suggests that look you don't have to eat anything and you'll be okay and like no this has a very real harm to a certain population of people I didn't think of that at all I did not either so I was like oh shit you're right like this could be really damaging, not just to this family and their mm-hmm. kids, but let's just assume for the sake of everything, they're lying. But no, it's not just something well, you need to Well, I know they're lying. You know over. I know they're lying? Because they're alive? Correct. Yeah. Uh, but there are people who are going to see this and say, look, it's possible not to eat any food. Like, no, it's Fuck, not. Dude. And this stuff is harmful. It's not just like you're bad journalists for not asking good questions here. And bad readers for just not thinking just, about it. Like, this stuff does harm. Yeah, and I think it's so easy to dismiss it as, like, a goofy, silly, dumb thing of, like, oh, these people did this dumb thing. That's clearly a lie. But ha, ha, ha. Let, yeah. Let's laugh about this, like, crunch, it, crunchy granola couple. It so diminishes all the people who it are does. dying of starvation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. they're just breatharians. Oh my God, no, they just point. don't have food. They need food. So, it, so I guess the logical conclusion there is like, if anybody dies of starvation, it's what? A lack of willpower? Yeah. Or... They didn't try hard enough for the air. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. I hate this podcast. <laughs> my favorite comment on the website. If they don't eat, how can they be so full of shit? 
Oh, that's an Burn. excellent comment. Burn. Wow, <sighs> this was a really... I have a headache from this I episode. It's so depressing. That was awful. Uh, I shouldn't... Let's you know what, end you know, on that sad, honestly, sad It was note. my fault because I had you burn the happy story in the middle. I know, I was waiting till the I end. didn't... Okay, to you be fair... You didn't think it through. It's not that I didn't think it through. I didn't have all the information <laughs> I needed to make that decision at that particular time because, Christ, I could use a funny story right now. My head hurts right here above my right eyeball. You realize we haven't even really talked about Trump all podcast. Did you... Like, when was the last time that happened? Um, hey, before we go, Ugh. on that happy note, uh, we wanted to really thank people oh, who yeah. are supporting us on Patreon. Let me just read their names really quick because they've really uh, been wonderful in we supporting us. We appreciate you guys. Um, Hammond's going to say I didn't all of your say, names exactly right. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I didn't want to say their last names because oh, I fair. feel like that's weird. You don't want to be so associated with us. I know. <laughs> uh, but hey, Jonathan D., Sally C., Mitch C., Evan S., Nicholas V., Doug P., Matthew R., Ashley Lynn W., Laura M., Kathleen S., Ashley T., Mark N., Dang D., which yep. is an awesome name, uh, Chad O., Jillian D., and Pat D., thank you so much for your support. Oh, Chad O., I know who that is. I know. He tweets at us Thank a lot. you. Uh, we really appreciate your support. So thank you so much for the, anyone else listening. Hey, if you want to uh, keep this going and uh, help us out, patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. And buy me a <laughs> bulletproof vest. Thank you. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to reach us, I'm at Hemant Meta on Twitter. I'm at Blueberry, uh, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-A-E on Twitter. And uh, Friendly Atheist Podcast at gmail.com if you want to reach us. Oh, Etsy, uh, Bitches Get Stitched Done is my Etsy shop. Please order something from me. Yes. I would like to eat this week. There you go. JK, I'm being exactly You're a breatharian. Uh, I'm a breatharian. That's my new diet. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Tweet at us. I really like we've been hearing a lot from people. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, every time every time I mention people complained about my swearing, I get a bunch of tweets like, <laughs> We love you swearing just, which is fun and my mom hates it. So. And those come from kids. It's all very <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, Thanks. guys. We'll talk to you next Bye. week. Bye.